but I've changed my mind on that because they don't, that's not the way that they see it. They see it as an infringement on their time with you mm -hmm. and a distraction. And so when my attention diverts to, to talking to one of those people, like my kid will just be standing there like, when is this gonna be over with? Like they're mm -hmm. annoyed by it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm a little bit more protective when I'm with my children than mm -hmm. I used to be. Yeah. So funny, like as a parent, you're like, they're gonna think this is cool. Yeah, they, it, <laughs> they nothing's cool. Realize, like, yes. I always thought, like, I'm gonna be the cool dad. I always know what the cool music is. Yes. I'm up on the fashion trends. Like, there is no way that I'm ever gonna be like put out to pasture or past my expiration date. And what you learn they humble you. is it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Like, you, yes. there is nothing that you can do yes. that they will think is is cool or, or, or worthy of their yes. like, appreciation. It just I love it's rigged that. that way, and it's it should be that way. Yeah. Yes, it's like yeah. kids remind you of kind of those ego moments. You know, yes. they really bring you back to presence. And yeah, I, I have to agree. You know, we've always had that experience where people are just kind mm -hmm. and it just feels um like an extension of the intimacy that we create on the podcast which is so so nice when you started the pod you know for us it did feel like we were kind of meeting uh, a level of our mm -hmm. purpose what did it feel like when you when you started the ritual podcast I mean, there wasn't a lot of, of forethought or intention. Um, I've been doing this for coming up on 10 years at this point. Wow. So I certainly wasn't one of the first podcasts. Podcasting had been around for a number of years. I think like 2007 or mm -hmm. six or something like that is when it really began. I started mine in late 2012. So although, you know, it, the medium had existed for a number of years, it was really a wide open space where there wasn't a lot of super compelling content. A lot of comedians had podcasts, mm -hmm. you know, Joe Rogan, Adam mm -hmm. Carolla, Kevin Smith, people like that. Um, but nobody was doing anything all that interesting in the health and wellness space yet. Um, certainly not in the fitness space or just in the kind of general growth expansion space. And I felt like maybe I have something to say about this or I could contribute and I know a couple people and I'd fallen in love with podcasting way before most people had because when I was training for these crazy mm -hmm. ultra endurance races I just spent a lot of time alone on my bike or running and I didn't want to do it in total silence all the time and I couldn't just listen to music mm -hmm. so I discovered podcasts and this was pre-iPhone, so you had to really want to listen to a podcast. <laughs> if you, like, I had download to it. download a whole bunch of them from my desktop computer and then bounce them to one of those big old clunky white yes. iPods. Yes. And then, you know, you know, rig a pocket to, you know, carry that around with me. Um, but I just loved it. And mm -hmm. I was confused why more people weren't listening to podcasts because it was so nourishing to me. And I just thought yes. this was this is like unbelievable. And I would talk about it to friends and they'd just be like, yeah, I'm not, you know, it's like, who cares, whatever. Like, no, I couldn't get anybody excited about it. But because I had listened to thousands of hours of podcasts before I started mine, I felt like, you know, I, I had kind of figured out how to do this. So when I had the inkling to begin one, it was in the, it was in the aftermath of Finding Ultra, my first book coming out, and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And it just felt like a cool, creative, experiment now when people start podcasts they have a whole strategy they mm -hmm. bank a whole bunch they know how to release like a couple uh, there's like a whole thing that didn't exist back then like i just used my stepson's microphones because they're musicians i spent a day trying to figure out how you get these things up on itunes mm -hmm. which is pretty clunky it's not that easy mm -hmm. and then thought well let's give it a try and julie and i sat down 
in a warehouse in Hawaii and recorded one. And when we were done, I thought that was fun. Like, let's do it again tomorrow. I mean, it was really nothing more than that. Mm -hmm. And ever since, like, you know, just continue to build and the show has grown gradually. There weren't any, you know, huge, crazy viral moments or anything like that. It's just been persistently showing up for it week after week after week. I've never missed a week. And, you know, it's grown into the thing that it is today and the ecosystem and the audience has, you know, kind of come along for the ride. Like now podcasting is obviously very different than it was back then. There's a, it's a whole crazy industry that I would have never expected. And it certainly wasn't, you know, in my mind that this would be a vocation or something that could support my family. That's just been an added bonus of just following something that I was curious about and that I felt passionate about. What did you feel like at that time? Did you feel like you had a purpose? Did you feel like you were looking for your purpose? Because I'm always so curious about that path when, you know, we kind of lose sight of what we thought was our purpose, which is what something, you know, that you did. And then you're in this space of looking for purpose, but it's not what you're perceiving it's going to be. Like the podcast turned into something that was very much a part of your purpose, but it wasn't something you were searching for. So along that path for people that want to find purpose in their life and want to find a life that feels meaningful and feels like they can be themselves and they could be and express parts of them, what advice would you give for people looking to find purpose? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot to say about this. I mean, I think that purpose is really a function of engaging with your curiosity and following your instincts and your intuition. Um, I bristle at conversations typically around purpose and passion and things like that because those words, I think, are very triggering for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, Tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.